Hey, fans of the Reigning Monarchs, on Friday the 9th and on Saturday the 10th, we are playing two record release parties, one at the Doll Hut in Anaheim. That's Friday the 10th or the 9th, and uh, Saturday the 10th, we're playing at the Cat Club on the Sunset Strip here in Hollywood. Come on out, buy the single, see the show. Might be the last show we do for a while. Wow, that got weird. This is um, Walking the Room podcast number seven. Yeah, that was a. I like how I came into that. It was. Just I like that, and I did what I what I, I normally do. I say yeah a lot. I notice in the podcast I go yeah, uh huh yeah. Well, you want because you know I like to. I'm gonna affirm you. You. I need to affirm the things that come out of your mouth because if you didn't, they just sound stupid. What you want to do is you I'm want to smack you in the side of the head today. Pretend like you're if listening. If you can see Dave right now and you had a fist balled up, you just want to slam it right into his temple. If you want, you would like to pretend <laughs> like you're listening. So you go, yeah, yeah, when in your head, as I'm telling some story about my, how my father uh, left me in a parking lot while he went inside of a bar. So you're going, yeah, but in your head going, I'm going to make some pants. I did. I, I, I think I would actually, as soon as you said that, I would go, oh, I wonder what kind of, I wonder what he, what he was wearing. <laughs> What was he wearing when he did that? Did he have like a? Did he have an old suit on, or did he have some? Uh, was this the seventies? Was he wearing a plaid trouser with a little kick down at the bottom? Yeah, it a was flare. Yeah, it was the seventies. He didn't wear a trouser, but he uh, often wore jeans with a flare. Yeah, uh, a button-up shirt. Yeah, with big old ass collars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a bright red hair, so he had um, uh, he had a Fu Manchu situation going on. Oh my god, dude. Uh, and then big old sideburns and curly hair. You know what I'd say to your dad when I saw him walking to the bar? What? Kung fu, buddy. Kung fu. Bring it up. <laughs> bring me. Bring that foot up. You Let's see you me? do it. That was like a walk and Where fuck party. Where are you from? That was a walk and <laughs> fuck, fuck, party. fuck party. Yeah. Hey, let's change the room. Let's change the show to walk and fuck party. Okay. Or Starfish Circus. A lot of people really like Starfish Circus. I tell you. Well, uh, you I, I, I've come around. If gone to a, yeah, if you go to a circus with Starfish, you're going to have the best fucking time because they're the most entertaining sea creatures alive. Have you started making outfits for them yet? I, uh, I, well, it's weird. It's hard to put a hat on them because they have no head well, and yet they're all head if you, you can, think about it. You can pick apart one of their legs to be a head. Mm -hmm. and then you, if you can get them to bend their legs up and form uh, like a crown, you could then put a hat on top of that. <laughs> Starfish Circus. So, it's so far, this podcast is about fucking nothing. And I'm talking about all seven episodes. Uh, yeah, no, I've listened to them. It's pretty, uh... It's They're pretty, hard. It's a chore. A lot of natural reverb. I feel like... And, and mono. The people, let me tell you something. I, I, it, I don't know if Dave has agreed to this idea, but I was thinking maybe we do ten of these and make that a season. Uh -huh. And take a break and then see if somewhere along mm -hmm. the way somebody donates their services to help us actually record this like a professional uh, podcast because yeah, there are professional fun. podcasts. Is we had people, uh, we had people offer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had a, I had a back and forth with Steve Ag on um, on Facebook, and I told him the setup, and he goes, "Oh, you should be fine." I've actually had a friend who has a podcast, Angie C, who is uh, at houndstoothradio.com, and she's she's sent messages checking in to see if she can help, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to call her 
And then I just don't. And then you show up and it's the same shit. And at some point people are going to tire of it. No, today was, today was the best ever because we set everything up. Yep. And then had no sound coming out of, we couldn't tell uh, how our levels were. Okay. Like that matters. Like we ever adjust our levels. We just listen to it and go, sounds good. And then later on we go back yeah. and we go, oh, it sounds good. The terrible. other part of this assumes that people are listening. No. Not, have- it's, it, it's <laughs> not like you and I put these things up, go, go to our computers later on, listen to them as though we're listeners and go, this must be nice for people to hear. And realize it's just us. I know, I know. For we got sure. two hits today, you and me. No, no, I know for sure my dad and my wife are listening. Okay, so that's so there's four of us. So we're fucking. My wife's it. not listening actively. She isn't. She doesn't need to know. Is she upset? Here's about the thing: this? if you were married to me, would you want to hear me talk more? I don't. I don't want to hear you talk more. <laughs> and I'm no, doing it I, with you. I get it. I get it. That's the thing. I don't either. I would like to take the glasses off of your head uh-huh. and shove them down your throat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that would hurt. Um, so, we got a... We got a uh, I would also like to say that uh, Jimmy Dore, who does a podcast yeah. and has a radio show on yes. Liberal Hippie Radio, uh, he, um, he offered to help with the sound. Yep. And I called him seven days later... And said, uh, hey, so we're going to do another podcast. Can you call? And he never called me back. Wow. But that might have been because I waited seven days to call him. That might have been. Because I think he maybe and, and I actually, in that seven days, I've actually done his podcast. So if you want to hear what I really <laughs> sound like, go to comedy and everything else. Because I'm great on there. I just did Marin's podcast. So if you want to hear real podcasts, I'm on them. Did you, uh, did you plug our podcast while you were on those podcasts? Uh, no, I think I just pretty much talked about my flailing career. So, so well, every this time. is part of your flailing career. This but is, this, I, want this is to, the... I want to build this excitement on its own. I don't want to be out there. I don't want to be. I want this thing to, to have its own natural grassroots revolution where someone goes, he didn't even mention his podcast when he was here. And now it's the biggest thing on his webpage. You're the stupidest <laughs> asshole I've ever encountered. That's I might the be a horrible fucking thing I'm horrible at promoting. You you had two popular podcasts. No, I think no we talked fucking No, we talked about it on uh, on uh, on Jimmy's definitely. And Marin's it just got we we were already into the what my family life is like. Cheers. Yeah. A lot of crying. A lot of just like interesting, you just, know, stuff. Did you guys talk about how you built your clown? I'll tell you how I built my clown one cheerio at a time. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't know. So we got a question. Raid on Entebbe. Here comes a helicopter. Oh, I have to do something. At the end of the last uh, podcast, some people didn't understand what happened. Uh, at the end of six. Yes. What happened was me and Greg were doing it in Greg's bedroom. Not doing it. We were doing the podcast. <laughs> Dave was blowing. Sometimes, sometimes we do it. Sometimes we do the podcast. Uh, I'm inside of Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how we. That's just how we do. Like it, we think the energy's better that way. Yeah. <laughs> I usually it usually starts up like this. I go, oh, dude, I don't think I can take it. L- let me blow you. Yeah. Uh, but then it, he never does. And then and then it ends up as a podcast. So many people just quit the podcast yeah. now. Yeah. No. So we lost. We lost, uh, we lost unlucky all of, seven. All of Ohio. Unlucky. Unlucky seven. We were now banned in Ohio. Yeah. Um, and anyway, uh, we were doing the podcast. We were being very loud. On going back and listening to it, I could hear your daughters in the room next door talking during the podcast. Right, they were but, having a sleepover. They I, had a friend over. Yeah, so I had to drop those parts out. We were we should so, have left that in there. We are such because then it would give them something, some people something interesting to listen to no. <laughs> during the podcast. We could have heard something that would have been 
<laughs> worth listening to. I like ponies. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but that's not much different. We like ponies. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. Um, Purple. So I had to drop out some of the stuff that was in the podcast so it didn't sound weird. But we, all the shit we were yelling and all the fucking horrible nonsense that comes out of our mouths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your daughter was hearing, your kids were hearing it all. No, I think we were talking about, like, e- either eating ass or there was some, I mean, I remember, like, going, oh, wow, we were, like, shouting about about dropping our balls in ice cream. We yeah. were, which is so sad. No, no, that's good. And, uh, no, that, doing it is fine. I'm just yeah. talking about it is Oh, sad. no, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. we're adults. So, we're older, we're, what are we, 50? yeah. 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 So they uh, they got to hear all that, and I'm sure that your daughter's friend went home and told uh, her parents about how. Well, Greg was in the other room shouting about dipping his balls in ice cream, and so you have to deal. That's with that. all right. Her dad's a, her dad's the session guitar player for the Goo Goo Dolls. It's all fine. Oh, but Jesus. but but Amira came in at the end and then asked us if we if we could possibly a stop shouting, b stop being who we are as people, and then c uh, take it downstairs. Uh, which, but at that point, yeah. we were done. Yeah, we I were, mean that all of our podcasts we, should actually just it, we should actually use a person as a monitor to go enough, and then just have a stop the show. So sometimes our shows would be like five minutes long. I wish people could call in because even though they can't hear it being recorded, I'm sure that they would want to be able to go. All right, <laughs> stop. Wrap her up and done. And thank you. Yeah. It's only 13 minutes. I know that's enough. We got we got our fill. Yeah, that'd be good. So here's the thing: when your wife came in and said, uh, "Could you?" This is why I wanted you to do it downstairs. Um, I was in the middle of saying something about mini mints. Mini mints. Mini mints. I was at Trader Joe's, and I'm oh, cruising through the ice cream aisle, checking it out because I even if I'm not going to buy it, I like to see what's happening there. Sure. Yeah. So yeah I check yeah. in and go. Yeah. Hi. What's up? Yeah, you know, there's sorbet, I never, soy shit, and I, a lot of it makes you wish you could punch ice cream. Yeah, because it's just fucking bullshit. Well, it's a sound. game. It's a, it's the fat people's game that they all play. Just eat less of it, and then you can have as much ice cream as you want. But when you start playing the sorbet, uh, let's have the this the soy. Yeah. You know, the, hey, rice milk, fuck you. Fuck you. It's made milk. of cow's fat. This shit is fat. It's fucking frozen fat. That's what ice cream is, and that's what makes it so awesome. Is yeah. that you're, you're not afraid to go, give me your fat cow, and then put some mint in it, or some chocolate in it, or some, put it, and then add cookie dough, fat fucker. Wow. <laughs> wow. This got a little I got, weird. I need help. No, I, look, I understand that you didn't, I need to lose some weight. No, I wasn't saying that at you. I was talking to ice cream. I was talking to ice cream. What you said was, why do you have tits on your back? (laughs) God, dude. Uh, So I'm cruising the ice cream aisle, and uh, and I look down, and there's a little thing, a little box, and it says Trader Joe's Mini Mints. And they are, it's mint ice cream. Right. Little tiny sandwiches with Oreo cookies on the outside. Wait, explain that to me. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a little ice cream sandwich, right. round dial ice cream sandwich shaped thing. Right. Oreo cookies on the outside, mint ice cream on the inside. It's like a little wheel of of fucking heaven. Oh my god, that's like there's a fury now for me to finish this podcast and then just go eat those. It was like having elves come in my mouth. Oh my god, little happy elves. Yeah. Little, yeah, just like, just streams of mint cum. <laughs> oh, my just, God. 
Are we the dirtiest podcast out there without being... We don't know how to talk about food. That's <laughs> We don't. Because we get to such a... Because I think it's because both of us are married and pretty content there and we've got kids. Um, but... And so to experience some... And so... And it's always new shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like our our new obsession is like, as opposed to like a new girl, it's like a new... Because I was going to say, I go to... Whenever I go to 7-Eleven... I have to walk through the candy aisle and just go, what's new? What have they done? What have they not done? And then I find, you know, what, what's happening? Who put do something they, up? Because they, they do. It's almost like record release week. It's like you go out and go, who fucking tried to do, you put, okay, what's Reese's doing over there? They've got a white chocolate caramel Reese's? No. How does that work? You know, you go in and you see what freaky thing they attempt and what's yeah, the, you know. I tried something the other day. It was a, it didn't work. What Some was Reese's it? thing. There were nuts and it was. It just didn't work. It's like the coconut M M&M. and M. Nice try, gross. Doesn't fuck work. You. We fuck don't you. need it. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Oh, coconut, I know. Coconut in any yeah, fucking candy. It doesn't candy, work. It doesn't I would work. Fuck you. There should not be coconut near candy. I don't. Look, I'm not a big fan fucking, of. Fucking keep your fucking coconut on your little fucking island because it does not to be. I get it. It doesn't have to be near chocolate. Coconut and chocolate. Go fuck yourself. You're yeah. a fucking animal. Now here's the thing. I don't mind uh, a coconut ice cream or even a sorbet. I'm going to say if I had to have a sorbet, I'd have the coconut. I, if I, I had to. No. But. I don't need it in my chocolate. I don't need anything really in my chocolate except chocolate and some caramel. I don't need... I'm not a big nut guy. Hmm? I don't mind a fucking wafer up in that A wafer's all right, maybe, but I prefer a cookie. If you're going to... Don't wafer me. Just fucking go cookie. A wafer's like half-ass. Like, oh, yeah, Grammy. so what? Sometimes here, Grammy, are you doing no teeth, Grammy? You know what? I'm old. Grammy. <laughs> Grammy can fucking She's eat it. Teeth. She's a oh, wafer. yeah. Let me put on my CSI Miami and have a fucking wafer. I, I, Wafers are for old yeah, ladies. You are wait. an old lady. Here Let me tell you something. is what I can't wait for. Okay. I cannot wait <laughs> to come visit you in the old folks' home when you're like 98. You're <laughs> just sitting there gumming your fucking gummy bears. And I'm going to pull out a goddamn chocolate wafer situation oh, that's up. and I go oh do you want this you can't have it I'm gonna bite into it and then I'm gonna give you a nice fucking cookie and I'm gonna watch you gum it drool coming down your cheeks I'm gonna slap you oh, that's you up. know why because of this moment that's fucked up and I'm gonna sure. say I, I wanna go to a point you made earlier about uh, having tits on your back so <laughs> I I went to a pool party yesterday Woo! and uh, for uh, uh, the 4th of July and there was a a, a, a a bunch of other dudes there, uh, some of them heavier. And I said, who's going in the pool? Uh-oh. And every guy said, not me. And I said, no, me either. And I'll tell you why. I don't want to think to myself, what does my lower back look like? Yeah. Like, I don't want to have that thought. Like, how, how do, because there was a point in time where you just fucking took your shirt off and got in the pool. Yeah. And look, there were dudes there that were, that, that were going in the pool. Not that many. But I'm like, no, not, and I'm, this is the best shape I've ever been in, and I'm still like not taking the shirt off, not going no. shirtless, not thinking, don't want to think about my lower back fat. You should have gone in with your sweater. Oh, dude, Cardi in the pool. Let's bring it in. Let's have a Cardi party in the pool. Are you ready? I should have. And my hat and my glasses. I should have uh, just gone right in. I, yeah, I would not go swimming. If, if there was, you know what we should do is we should, there should be a movement to bring back the 1920 swimsuit situation. Dude, let's do it. Down to the knees, full body action. Uh, dude, I'm getting, I'm getting involved in that. Let's do it. Because no one needs to see what's happening in my, in my torso. My whole torso is just not working out. And between, between. I feel like a pull, I feel like I'm like inviting someone to a, uh, uh, a pool party now is almost a challenge. It's not a party. It's a challenge. How man, how man are you? You going to go in with your kids? If you... 
Oh, yeah, because then you got to go with your kids because kids want to go in the pool. Can I tell you something? My my two girls swim. They both can swim. But my my five-year-old swims like she's drowning. <laughs> and she refuses to have help. And everybody that sees her in a pool thinks something horrible is happening. <laughs> she has the same athletic ability as her father. And she swims up vertically. Oh, no. Uh, and she swims vertically with her head cocked back. So all that's really... All, the only thing that really is... Her nose and mouth are out of the water. And then the rest of it is flailing around at angles in the water. And she's having a good time. She's loving it. And you try and touch her like... like she goes, no, I got it, Dad. Like, fucking back off. This is my style. Oh, my God. And uh, she yeah. looks like a tadpole. Wouldn't or, it be great, though, if that became, like, the next Olympic swimming style? Ah, oh, the mighty. <laughs> just, you have to swim vertically with the, just your mouth out of the water. It's insane. All right. I'm done with this one. This yeah, one. that, that ended on a low point. Whatever. Oh. segment um now i uh dave so jesus christ i mean that's just the worst start what to, the fuck i don't know that? i think i had a i had some protein shake if, if you and when i say protein shake i think you know what i'm talking about ladies it, <clears throat> no you literally just had a protein shake if, oh. if you are <laughs> why did i include ladies in that like why did i say ladies because you're a horrible i'm person. kind of a dipshit huh yeah you're a moron <laughs> but in the best way. If you had been trying to, like, right there, like, sort of gather your thoughts or or sort of put something together in the middle of a middle of a conversation, that would have been great. But you were coming out of the gate with, um... Yeah. Here's what I want to say. Dave. So, there's a, there's a lot going on in my life right now. Some of it is just too personal for the podcast. But, um... Uh, and you know a little bit of what's going on. Basically, I'm just having, you know, everybody has those By you, you mean me. Right. It's a bummer. I'll say that. Just so everyone knows. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been going through some, uh, but, but they're not things that, they're not actually happening to me. They're happening to other people in my family. So this is one of those periods, and everybody has those periods in life where it literally, like, my hard drive crashed last week and I lost everything. Everything I had on my computer. Really? Everything. That happened. Uh, uh, had a family member fall completely apart. Had to sort of fix that. Uh, my dad comes down, he gets involved, and and I'm not feeling a lot of like pity for myself, but I'm also just trying to hold it together. Um, I'm trying very hard to um, uh, help a couple of friends, you being one of them, uh, get projects up and going, and and I'm just doing a lot of stuff at once. And I'm and I'm in this world, and I'm thinking about all my stuff, and uh, and how hard uh, you know I'm having it right now, trying to figure out you know what income stream, just life. And I head out to my car. I'm going to do an unpleasant errand, and a guy comes across the street and asks me to roll down my window, and at first I don't know who he is. I, I don't know who he is, and I think, what does this guy want? And he leans in the car and says, Greg, so he knows me, well, so that's uh, who I am. Hang on. Do they have a gun? No. And he said, uh, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but the folks that live right behind you. So our house faces uh, Aqua Vista, the street that goes down next to it is Kraft, uh, so that makes the corner. Live. That's all right. <laughs> and uh, uh, come get my stuff. It's not worth anything. I've got a guitar. <clears throat> anyway, he says the people that live in the house directly behind yours, the their the, the husband uh, just dropped dead. 
What? 47 years old. He, uh, twin daughters. And I think to myself, this guy lives less than a foot from me. Yeah. I don't know him. I don't know his wife. I don't know his kids. And I don't know the neighbor that's talking to me. I don't know them. It's not that I... And I've always been like, how come I don't know anyone in this neighborhood? And then I'm like, what? Have you tried to know them? Like... There's a thing sometimes where I think things are sort of supposed to come... You know, like, it's not that you're not being nice, but I think sometimes you think people are supposed to... I don't know, like, things are supposed to come to you. And so, clearly, I, I like, Amir and I had to Google the house to find their names you because... Go, you Googled the neighbor who died to figure out who they were? To figure out their names because we were we, we couldn't just let it go by. So the next night, we made some... some uh, you know, and there were people coming and going from their house all day. Everyone in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. people dropping stuff off, and so, and when we thought, you know, and so we 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 uh, uh, um, uh, made some. Uh, we make this caramel popcorn stuff and put that in there. Bought a couple gifts for the kids and went next door and said, "Hi, we've been here for five years. We don't know you, and we're really sorry." And they were very very sweet about it. And then I just went, "Man, what am I? I don't." I don't understand the reason to live in a neighborhood and not really know your neighbors. Like, to get, like I just feel like... Everyone's too busy. But you know what? It's, not, it's as easy as just walking down the street and just going, hey, I live next door if you ever need anything. Like, that's wish, what a community is supposed to be, and I feel like... What is your... I feel, I, I feel like for all of the, like, I'm a good guy, and I'm a liberal, and I'm going to do this and this, that I fucking don't walk the walk. So, Wait, you're the, the guy who on this podcast has been saying you don't like to leave your house. Exactly. So why are you going to go but, and eat it, But that's the problem. See, that's what I'm saying. That's got to stop. So last night, we had 4th of July weekend. They shoot fireworks off at one of the studios very close to the house. So we just walked down the street, literally shook everybody's hand. They're all sitting out there, said, we haven't barely talked to you guys. So... We haven't talked to you and blah, 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 blah. And, blah, blah. and everyone was lovely. Everyone was embracing. And we were, yeah. we sat on these folks' lawn. And, and uh, we met the gay couple that lives across the street. They've got a big boxer who's a, a, a dog who's a... Uh, so uh, it's not a dude. It, but it's a, but oh, it's a male I, dog. <laughs> it's a male dog. But they're two gay guys. Want to know what they call their dog? Mary. Like, <laughs> stop licking your balls, Mary. So anyway, so we meet these people. Uh, I was actually hoping that they had a, a dude. Uh, they kept a guy as a pet, a boxer. Well, they do. They do. Uh, okay. they, that would be awesome. They've got Larry He's Holmes. on a leash. They have Larry Holmes on a leash. This is our leash. boxer? <laughs> this is our boxer, Mary. What's up? Oh, my God. Is that Manny Pacquiao? Why is he on all fours? Wow. He's got a weird life off, off the, <laughs> out of the out ring. Out of the ring, as they mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Off the canvas. So, okay. So now I'm trying to, but also, you know, it's not like people come banging on our door a ton. So I'm talking to the woman. Except that real estate guy. That you yeah, well, I ran him off. So then I'm talking. So I'm talking to one of the neighbors last night as we're making our way down the street and deciding we're going to get more involved. And you know, and people are lovely, very embracing. But this one woman says, "Where do you live again?" Uh oh. And I said, "Oh, we live down Aqua Vista." And she goes, "Oh, the two story." Oh, you guys are so we, bad people. We are the people that started the the what I ultimately is like called gentrification. Well, we didn't. The house was built before we got here, but. The, the, we live in a, in, a, in a series of Studio City in, a, in, a, in an area with a lot of beautiful one-story, either Spanish or craftsman homes. And this is a two-story, sort of Cape cod type situation. Um, and it was like the second one they built. But you didn't build it. You guys no. didn't. No, we just came here and bought the house. So you, was it new when you bought it? No, but it had just been flipped. 
Okay, well, you know, the, the, so I I am a I am I, I fucking hate the in my neighborhood uh, there they build uh, these. It's it's mostly people from the Middle East, right? And, and and they build these giant blocks of buildings, and there's no they don't there's like no yard. They just use all the space for house, right. and people fucking hate because it's like a giant warehouse, right? And well, they keep their yards on the inside. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> but it's so hot it's in the Middle East that. that if you want a yard, there it's so hot in the Middle East that if you want a yard, you have to keep it inside. Well, now that so they're actually filled with gigantic, like there's play yards inside, lots of grass. Yeah, they do a lot of yeah, they do a lot of gardening horrible. indoors. So people hate that. Yeah. People in our neighborhood, hate it. and I because it looks terrible. But this house doesn't look terrible. It looks like a nice house. It doesn't. But here's except the, the except for the blood on the outside. Right. That, yeah. 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 But that's yeah. a warning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was anyway. So <laughs> there were so many thoughts. There were so many things I wanted to say that I thought, well, that's just going to make it bad for everyone. <clears throat> so, but after our house was built, the house across directly across the street and Caddy Corner went up with two yeah, story houses. I watched that one go up. Now those one of them is sort of an atrocity, and the other one's nice. So the woman says to me last night, she said, "Well, we went to go look at the house that's Caddy Corner from yours because we just want to see how the other half Caddy Corner, Caddy Corner." She said. We want to see how the other half lives. Oh, and I'm like, this so, is why you don't hang out with your neighbors. So they're like, well, you, right. So I was like, the other half. I was like, George Clooney lives across this. Like, that's how the other half lives. They live <laughs> right up there on the hill. Studio City bends up into the hills. And at the top of Studio City is where Britney Spears and George Clooney are. Yeah. That's where the other half lives. We're not the other half. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it was So I kind of got a little bit of like... We might not have been welcome immediately here either. Doesn't matter because we had a great time last night. Did you live in this fucking house? There, you know, if what the fuck is wrong? Some of the people in this neighborhood have lived here since the beginning of wood. Well, guess what? Shit changes. I know it does, but that isn't easy for everybody. And also, you know, okay, you know what? It's not easy for you. you Plus, also, I wear a hat. I mean, you've seen me. No, I know. Would you want to be my friend? The checkerboard car? If she just walked out of the What a fucking twat. Would you want to make friends with me? No. I don't want to be friends with you now. I'm just trying to fucking piggyback on whatever your fame is to this podcast. Wow, too late. Too late. That was three years ago. Too late. No, people still know who you are. You're like the Jim J. Bullock of the year 2006. Dude, a year ago, I was that guy from that thing. Now I'm like the... What? Uh, you did what? Oh. Uh, you're now the I'm glad it's over guy. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You're I fucking, hated that. You're I hated drinking, that period wait, of time. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Back it up. So in between segments, we went downstairs. I had a Cinnabon. I got <laughs> to keep my jugs in nice shape. Uh, and Greg uh, made himself uh, some sort of uh, uh, smoothie, milkshake protein situation. Yeah. In his blender, and that you put it into a coffee cup, and now you're sitting next to me on a couch, drinking it out of a fucking straw. How am I not supposed to beat the living shit out of you? How do I? How do we? How do we walk out of this room without you not having any teeth? Explain it to me, because you are a fucking. What the fuck is the matter with you? It's a fucking bendy straw. You are what? you. I live with little kids. What? The, but that's so. If you live with little, little kids, why do you fucking you because, drink it out of the fucking cup? Yeah, no, because then then you get this. They, they, you get that because you're drinking out of a fucking with a straw on the side. No, take the straw out of the cup, put it in the fucking gut. No wonder no one in this neighborhood likes you. Radio Look friends. at you. Radio. 
Jesus Christ, if they could fucking look into the house. It's true. They'd be horrified. They would be. I get it. Yeah, how's your, now you're picking up your iPod because you're uncomfortable with the situation. <laughs> so you try bit. to distract yourself. I'm calling it. That, that's my, that girl that I designed clothes with. And uh, oh. she's coming over later. Yeah, yeah. No, that, no, that helps. So uh, so to get out of the bendy straw situation, you uh, talk about how someone's going to come over and help you design pants. Oh, my Might God. Might be sweaters today. I want to ram this microphone <laughs> up your ass and beat you in and just beat you until people can hear the moans. <laughs> oh my God. We should end the podcast that way one time. <laughs> that would be. People are like, man, you got to. The content's kind of horseshit, but the way they end that podcast, one of them beats the other one fucking senseless. And the other guy doesn't defend himself. So it's just the thick thud of fucking skin on skin. <laughs> just thwap, thwap, thwap. No, please, God. Uh, 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 like that. Uh, uh. Ow! Oh, it hurts. You know, you know what we learned in this segment. And there's always, there's always uh, something. There's is there always a takeaway? There's always is there a takeaway? There's, there's something you learn uh, through this podcast if you're just how to live life. And in this one, we learned that Greg is a douchebag, <laughs> and all of his neighbors <laughs> are right. <laughs> This is the next segment. Um, here's what happened between se- now. You have to tell you what happens between segments <laughs> because yeah, it's Greg's a fucking moron. <laughs> so at between segments, Greg goes, "Hold on, hold on. I got to tell you something." And he starts telling me a somewhat interesting story, and uh, and I said, hey, <laughs> no, "You're a fucking moron. Why don't we talk about this? Because this is the kind of shit that shitbag." Like, Listen, every time you say something mean, all I know is that you're saying all you're saying to me is you're too handsome, and I get that. But you can't be intimidated by that the whole time we do this. This has been our friendship forever. I have always worn a hat uh, and had an angular personality. But what you need to know is that sometimes I like to tell you things because I think we actually have a friendship and we're, you're not using me just for broadcasting purposes. <laughs> I have nothing to say to you. Why would I even respond to you? <laughs> because that's what this is. It's, it's 45 fucking sorry minutes. Our friendship is a lie. I wonder if people that listen to this, like I assume some people listen to this in their car, like they put it in their iPods and in their car, and I wonder if like, even when they're not in a traffic jam, this makes them feel like they are. Like they're cruising on the highway going, this still feels like I'm stuck in something. <laughs> <laughs> and they want it to stop. Yeah, no, I want it to stop. Like they get hot and start looking around, they're like, I want to make this interesting, but I can't. Well, it's like it's like when you when you have to go to your families for Thanksgiving. It's just, just mildly unpleasant. You're fucking quick drinking out of a fucking bending straw. You're in your fucking forties. God damn it. Tell your stupid fucking story. So yesterday. We go to a uh, 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 <clears throat> a parade and barbecue thing in our neighborhood, and I run into a woman who is, uh, uh, a ma- manages a friend of mine. So there's show business types around, and uh, so she says, uh, "She says, um, <laughs> hey, I manage a friend of yours, and blah blah blah.'" And she's talking show business, show business, show business, and we go on and on and on, and blah blah blah. And it's getting a little bit long. And then she, her, one of her clients was on my Bring the Rock show. She goes, "That is a really good show." And I said, oh, thank you very much. And I don't want to talk about show business. I just want to eat some chips and hang out with my girls. And I, and, uh, and I can tell Amir is fucking bored. 
And then she says to me, she goes, yeah, I mean, that show's pretty good. I mean, some people are better. Than that. I mean, I got to say, not everyone on your show was great. And I'm like, what? Oh. And so now she's fucking giving me notes on the Fuck. show, right? So I'm... I'm, like, kind of aghast. You know, like, thing that where you go, wow, this is not appropriate. And also, what the fuck are you... Like, I don't want to talk about... I don't want to talk about show business anyway. And I, now I don't need you to fucking critique me. So I pinch Amira's arm. Like, fuck this, right? You know, because we're buddies. And the woman sees me do it. I didn't realize yeah. that. And she goes, oh, well, I guess I'm boring you. I guess I'm boring you. No, I'm, I'll go. And I'll go. And she goes, no, I'll go. And she walks away. And I go, that was weird. And Amira goes, well, she totally saw you pinch me. <laughs> and I say, so awesome. I, I know. So then I say... Oh, should I go apologize to her? And Amira goes, fuck no. Yeah. She was, and I was like, and I did, it's that thing sometimes, and I've seen this happen to other people where, where other of my friends, anyone who's in, in show business or does anything, where somebody will come up and start complimenting them and then they'll start in, putting them down. You know, they're like, I mean, I'll never forget, I, was, we, I did something with Robin Williams once and somebody walked in and went, Jesus, you're short. Jesus, you? you're short. No, to her, to him, to Robin Williams. The first thing out of her mouth was, Jesus, you're short. Like, this inappropriate, like, I have to say something inappropriate now, or I need to tell you my two cents. And I was like, I don't want to fucking hear about, I don't, it's 4th of July. I've got two little girls with me and my wife. We've got scooters and bicycles. Do you want to critique the show now? Plus, it's a fucking state show. It's not like you're, it's not like, every time it's going to be fucking different. There's going to be different people. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. You know, Hollywood and, and I, I, I the last thing I want to hear about when I'm at a fucking block party or whatever you do. Yeah, it was a block party. That's exactly right. Is is some fucking asshole coming up and talking about showbiz, and especially like critiquing what the fuck you're doing? Can I ask you something? How mm-hmm. were you guys? How were you guys physically situated when you pinched Amira? Were you guys? Were you and Amira side by side, and she was in front of you? Yeah, she was in front of us, and we were side by side. How did you think that she wouldn't see you pinch? Because I ha- I thought I was angled it the right way, where <laughs> I just had my hand around Amira and I just pinched her. I really don't know. <laughs> I was so sh- I was so that you know like that thing where where you're talking to somebody and they suddenly say something you completely weren't expecting, you know. Generally, it's like when somebody says something racist and you're like, oh, what's yeah. the conversation are we in now? This wasn't racist, but I was like, it really had this like harsh tone of like authority about the work I was doing, and I was like, it's fucking the Fourth of July. That show was two months ago. I don't want to talk about like I don't. Uh, was your client better than everyone that was on the show? Like, I just. I was like, I, and then I'm like, oh, that's why you're the person that manages people at your level. Like, I want to go, yeah. look, I know the people you manage, and they all kind of fucking suck. Yeah, not good. Except for the one client who I think might even be leaving you. Just walk away. Because you know? you're, cause you're, uh, you're, you're not a good person. And I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I'll say it, since you don't want to say it. Not a good person. But you, you should... See, I didn't even think the pinch was good. I, I would, in that kind of situation, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. You know what? I have seen you, uh, and, I, and this is one of my favorite things. We've never told this story. So, uh, uh, two years ago, uh, I am asked to host a benefit for our friend Stacy Kaiser, who was on our who was on our talk who was on our talk show, my talk show, the show that Dave and I uh, worked on, the Greg Barron show. She was the uh, the uh, the doctor on the show, the smart one, the therapist, the, and she's she got love, CNN all the time. Now. She's fucking spectacular. She's a smart, fun, great woman who I love very much. Anyway, she asked me to host a benefit for her, and uh, uh, and uh, and she had a silent auction, and the silent auction was being um, curated by a comedian named Ant, 
and uh, Ross, the intern from uh, The Tonight Show. Uh, and so I had invited Dave and Heather to come with me. Amir was in Hawaii, and I wanted someone to come for the night, and Dave worked on the show, and it was a big dinner, and it was a lot of fun. I like hanging out with Dave. So I invite them to come to the show. Little do I realize that we are seated uh, at a table that also has uh, this comedian aunt and uh, uh, Ross, the intern. And I don't know any of Dave's history with Ant. I don't know anything about it. I, I don't I don't even know what's going on. They go to the table, I go backstage to to begin my hosting. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Well because this is one of my favorite stories. And what I like about this story I'm gonna just set up is that what happened is what you wish you'd said if you could do it again, but you said it while it was happening. <laughs> I have a lot of those. Tell them a story. So I had uh, recently been asked to audition for Last Comic Standing. Uh, and Ant had been a judge. Mm-hmm. And Alonzo Bowden had been a judge. And Kathleen Maddie. Right. <clears throat> so I wa- And they, the way they do this is... Is this the Bill Bellamy season? <clears throat> I don't know. I never watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes? I think this was during the Bellamy years. Uh, it was post, post-more. That shit was hot. That yeah. Night. Uh, so I, I walk in and, you know, now there's two judges I don't respect and one that I do. And, uh, and so I start into a joke and Alonzo Bowden stops me and goes, uh, yeah, man, you're doing, uh, you're doing one of Lewis Black's bits. And I'm like, it's the setup. And the setup was basically how George Bush, his face doesn't match what he says. Like he has a weird face expression while he says yeah. something horrible. Yeah. That's a fucking could, observation. Right. And you had that bit for a while. And I had that bit for a long time. And he goes, you're doing a loose play. And I go, no, I'm not. I'm doing a setup that we both have observed and I'm going to do a different joke. And he goes, well, you shouldn't do that. And we get into it a little bit. And then they go, okay, well, keep going. So now it's fucking weird. Really? <laughs> so, so I, cause some fucking hack has just uh, talked shit. Yeah. I'm going to call him a hack. That's all right. Has talked shit to me. And and a guy I don't fucking respect at all. And then so I start doing another bit. And Ant, uh, I do the joke, and Ant goes, "Oh, watching you is like watching death." And I look at him and I said, uh, "You're a fucking asshole." And I walked off stage. And that was my audition for Last Comic Standing. So that went pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> so cut to all of a sudden. I'm going to benefit. That's so weird because that's also my audition for Jerry Maguire, the movie. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, cut to the benefit. Yeah. Uh, my wife goes over to the table and she sees that we're sitting at the same table as Aunt. And she – now my wife can't just quietly sit there and 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 there's, there's going to be tension. And she knows it. So she's got to take care of the situation and make it all better. She's got a little coda happening. Yeah. So she's she, got a God lover though. So yeah, no, no, it's, it, it's very funny to me because right. if she had, if she, it, it, in hindsight, she thought she was, she was taking care of the situation, smoothing right. it over. So right. when I got there, there wouldn't be any problems. Right. What, what she didn't know is that I would have never said anything to aunt if he hadn't said anything about the situation. I would have just ignored it. Right. So, uh, so she said, so she said, uh, my husband doesn't like you. And she explains the story and he's like, Oh, it's television. It'll, you know, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So I come over and Is that how he him. talks? No, he's worse. He's worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually making him sound like a, a nice human being. Uh, so he comes over and I come over and I sit down and, and immediately he goes, so I hear you don't like me. And I go, no, I don't like you at all. And then I keep eating. And he goes, uh, he goes, well, what, what, 
what did I, what, why don't you like me? And I go, well, I think you're an asshole. And he goes, well, because of uh, Last Comic Standing? I go, yeah. And he goes, that's a TV show. I go, you don't fucking ever treat anybody like that. You don't talk to someone like that. I don't give a shit who you are. Right. And he goes, well, it's entertainment. I go, I don't fucking give a shit if it's entertainment. You were a fucking asshole. I don't like you. We can keep talking about this, but I'm not going to like you. Yeah. It, I love it. I, I know who you are. I don't give a shit. You're a fucking dick. And then, and then it was awkward and silent. And then yeah. he got up and ran around and started telling the story to everyone. And I yeah. noticed because every time I walked by for the next two hours, I also he recall, was telling some of the story and his little fucking head was oh, spinning. Dude, he couldn't I'll, take it. I'll, I'll pick up that end of the ball. But I also do recall when I, I believe you also said, we're both comedians. Like you actually gave him the, uh, you included him in our yeah, club. Yeah, I should. But have. you did say something about like you don't do. I think you said to me, you don't do that to another. Like that, you don't do that to another comedian. Yeah. Like you should know better as a comedian, which is the which is the fucking truth. Um, uh, he came backstage and was like purple <laughs> and fucking blow and asking me about it, and then wanting me to like because we're friends, and I was like, well. Maybe you shouldn't have been an asshole to him. He goes, but it was television. I go, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. I go, well, I go, that, I don't know what to tell you. That's not a fucking like, excuse. I go, I go, that's the, that's the, that's what, that's your trade-off. That's your payoff. That's what you get for, if that's the guy you're going to be, if you're going to be the Simon Cowell of the fucking lame comedy competition TV show, then, then that's what you get. People yeah. fucking hate you. People hate Simon Cowell. That's the thing. That's the trade-off. Stand by. Stick by your guns. Yeah. Tell Dave that you know, like, be a fucking man. What, if, you're, what? if you're playing a character called the asshole, and you don't like the way people respond to you, play a different character. But the fact of the matter is, he didn't have a leg to stand on. He doesn't understand comedy, so all he can do is just put you down, yeah. and and then not get asked back next season because nobody gives a shit or thinks of him as a person who's. I mean, they've got the judges they have on the show now, and I don't watch it, but they've got. Good, Andy good. Kindler, Greg Giraldo, and, uh, and Tasha Leggero. F- funny people, all funny, yeah. interesting, yeah, solid comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and from what I understand, none of them actually uh, plays the asshole. You know, I mean, no, they 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 sound like legitimate judges. I mean, I don't watch it, but from what I've heard, they 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 Ant thinks he's doing a fucking character. I'm not down in your fucking play or whatever is happening in life. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't like comedy where you are just fucking mean to people. Also, and Plus, you have to know the person to be that kind of a dick. If he had known me, it would have been like, okay, I respect you. That's funny. Like, if that came from Killer, it's fucking funny. But it never would have because because that, if you're actually a comedian, you just let someone do their thing. And then, and then like, it just, he was trying to be a, a star on television. What's mm-hmm. going to make, what's going to get me... From point A to point B. What's going to give me notoriety? Because he yeah. doesn't have notoriety as a comedian. No. But if he comes off as this like, oh, he's so fun to watch because he really tells it the way it is. But instead, he's just an asshole. The only thing you can say for Simon Cowell is you go, God, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Not as mean, but I listen to that person saying and my reaction is, oh, God, this is making stop. And then he says that and then you go, well, that's kind of funny. But, um, at, but that's also... A, the other thing you have to remember about that kind of stuff is that's a game people have decided to participate in. I'm going to let you be the judge of my talent. And yeah. that's why I don't like that show because I, I think stand-up, uh, A, it, it, it doesn't exist in five-minute chunks. B, it's an, it'd be like if you were painting, learning to paint. Like, you're never not learning how to be a stand-up. You're never not, as you do it, if you really do it, 
you're constantly reevaluating and reaffirming and reaffirming and getting. I mean, look at, you know, if you're a really good comic, you get better as time goes on because it's a continuing process. But you know what else about that show is that, you know, it's a reality show, so it's, it's fiction. Yeah, of course. It's bullshit. And the first season uh, that they did it, Drew Carey's a friend of mine, and and they and Drew was in Vegas to, to to judge the last round, and he they tallied up their points, and then they gave it to the people, and then they watched other people being selected, and Drew literally stood up in this Vegas theater and said, uh, "This is a fucking lie. These aren't the people we picked," and you know made a big scene, and every and of course no one saw that on television, right? So that's that's what it is, and and so you know you 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 know this going in. And, but they asked me to audition, and I went down there. I was told I would be going on. It was just like a formality. I'd be going on to later that night. And they did that to a bunch of people. They had, I think it was Jim Norton. I'm not sure. Uh, I could be wrong. But I know they had a comic who lived in New York this same season that I auditioned. Uh, and they asked him to fly down to Florida because they didn't have enough comics to audition in Florida. And they said, we'll put you through to the next round. And he flew all the way from New York to Florida, and then they didn't. And and it was like yeah. Brian Regan was tried to audition the same day I did, and they didn't let him through. Fucking Brian Regan. So it's a fucking horseshit show. Yeah, yeah. They just want young people that that aren't known and they're not that good, and it's just fucking bullshit. On top of that, if you have judges no one respects, you can go fuck yourself. Now yeah. the great thing is that there is a coda. There is an end to this. Oh yeah. I so I am maybe six months later. I'm sitting at home. And all of a sudden I start getting text after text and phone call after phone call. And my, my phone just fucking lights up. Because what happened was there was a big, uh, for I guess the final show, they had a big event in Hollywood. So there are all these comics and, and comedy related people, managers and so on and so forth there. And they did a ant montage of what it had, ant stuff through the season. Crazy stuff ant had said and done. Right. he's a wacky character. And at the very end of it, the way they capped it was me going, you know, they bleeped it, but it was me going, you're a fucking asshole, and pointing at him and walking off stage. <sighs> so not only did I get to call him an asshole on network television, bleeped out, but then I also got a nice $800 check for that. So, I got, so paid, great. I got paid $800 call Ant an asshole. That's awesome. And and then you also told him in person, which is, which is I mean, you also told him again at a at a function. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in person, but what, what what I like about it is you didn't. Uh, it wasn't like you went after him, and it wasn't like you engaged him, and also you went back to your meal. Like I don't like you, leave me alone. And then he has that you know that low self esteem, need to please kind of situation where he's got to get. Oh no, please make this better. You know, like me for my trespasses, and you know, fuck that, and fuck that guy, and, I, and I, fuck anybody who, you know, I, I really am uh, at that point now in life where I'm like, you know. Uh, especially with like people on the internet and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know what? Fuck you and your chicken shit fury. You know, it's so easy to hate things. It's so hard to stand for something. And it's so easy just to put somebody down. It's the easiest fucking thing a baby can do it. Yeah. You know, and it, and it, it, it's gutless and it means nothing. If you don't like something, turn it off, go find something, be about something, respond with art, respond with some kind of, you know, something that's yours, you know, just sitting and shitting on things. Is useless and and it's also it's just bad for your soul. It's yeah. just bad for you. So I'll be on Chelsea Handler tonight at eleven. Oh man, I <laughs> cannot wait! <laughs> All right, you guys have a good one.